This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. So he joins Real Madrid, they win the first five European Cups, which is instrumental in cementing their place in the pantheon of great footballing nations across, uh, great footballing teams across, across the world. Even if you take away those five European Cups, they still would have more European Cups than anyone else. So it doesn't necessarily mean um, that due to him, they are the greatest, uh, most successful team in European football. But it kind of does, doesn't it? Because those first five European Cups paved the way for the legend to be born. Yeah. I mean, without the, without those first five European Cups... I mean, look, there are lots of things we can pick up on, as And this is one of the reasons why I think we could almost do, do an entire episode on him, or we could be here for hours, in fact. Um, which is that it's more than that it's more than Real Madrid and it's more actually even than football I, I think there is even an argument that says while while you're perhaps trying to stretch it a little bit but I think it can be stood up there's an argument that says Spanish history changes Spanish society changes um, without without the Stefano signing but yeah of course it changed everything because it it sets Real Madrid up as the European team it sets Real Madrid up as a team whose identity is built through this competition and by the way it also sets up the European Cup don't forget these are the first five European Cups and in the first season, no English teams go because they, they don't like the idea of this new competition. Sounds familiar. You know, I mean, it, it, there might not be a European Cup without Alfredo Di Stefano. I feel like the, the kind of the consequences here and when you start thinking about the what if, what would have happened if Di Stefano had joined Barca and if he hadn't joined Real Madrid, it's so vast. I mean, leaving aside the, the European Cups and, if you, and the question of would Madrid have gone on to become you know, arguably the, the biggest club in the world based on that European success. If you just look at it in terms of La Liga, I think I'm right in saying that before Stefano, uh, Stefano joined in, in 53, Madrid hadn't won the league for 20 years. I think it was 20 years exactly since Real Madrid had, had last won the league. And so they also hadn't been having any domestic success, you know, leaving aside the whole, the whole European thing. And so I guess when we start talking about you know, the what if, if Di Stefano hadn't joined Real Madrid, we have to ask ourselves not just what would Madrid's place in European football be, but what would it have been in Spanish domestic football? Would we have had this big two of Real Madrid and Barcelona that we have now? Because like I say, Real Madrid weren't winning titles. Atletico Madrid had won a number of league titles in those years in the, since the previous time that, that Real Madrid had won it. Um, Di Stefano arrives in 53. They immediately win the league. He's the top scorer that season, I think with 27 league goals. And everything changes. But I think it's a legitimate question to ask would we have, you know, the big two? Would we have El Clasico? Would it be all about Madrid and Barca if it wasn't for De Stefano? You don't have any of... I, I really do think that you don't have any of those things. I really do. I mean, look, let's... As, as you've rightly pointed out, Madrid hadn't won since, since 1933. They hadn't won the league title since 1933. This whole 
I mean, it, it's, it's tempting, isn't it, to say there's no Real Madrid. Madrid are not this team. They, 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 they effectively, they don't exist the way, the way that they are. And, and who knows, maybe Atletico Madrid become the biggest team in the, in the capital, uh, for example. Maybe Real Madrid don't become particularly big at all. Paco Gento, there's a quote from Paco Gento, which says, nothing would have been the same about him. And I think he's right, it is, it is nothing. Emilio Butragueño starts, uh, I remember speaking to him and him saying, look, our history starts with Di Stefano. Now that's a slight exaggeration because you're still talking about the eponymous team from the biggest city in Spain, from, from the capital city, a club with a, with a financial muscle that's, that's very significant, that, that has a, a social base that is significant. But look, the bottom line is, as you've been pointing out, Al, Real Madrid are not very good when Di Stefano joins them. They are not very good. Since the Civil War, Athletic, Atletico, Valencia, Sevilla have all won the league. Real Madrid haven't. They've only won two of 14 potential titles since 1940. Well, that's two Copa del Reyes in 46 and 47. Barcelona won nine of them. So that's the other thing. It's not just that Real Madrid aren't very good. It's that Barcelona are the best team in Spain at this point, and by a very long way. I guess then the question is, would, in terms of this what if, there's, would Real Madrid have gone on to become what they are anyway? Would another team have taken their place? Like you say, maybe, maybe Atletico were best placed to do that. Or would Spanish football be more like... I don't know, Italian football, where you know Juventus are the biggest team in Italy and then you've got a couple of other clubs after that. Sorry, Inter and, and Milan and Roma fans. So would Spanish football be, you know, Barcelona are kind of the super club and then you had a couple of other teams after that. Would you not have essentially a, a big team? Yeah, there's, there's all sorts of um, kind of component parts, aren't there? And, and as we mentioned before, by the way, you know, the, the, the focus on this and, and the reason that the focus is on this is Madrid or Barcelona because, of course, of the nature of a, the rivalry and also the signing itself. And, you know, what would that rivalry would look like without Di Stefano? I think the rivalry starts with him as well. But then, but then as we said in this process, what if he'd gone to Juventus? What if it mm. hadn't been just he doesn't go to Real Madrid, he goes to Barcelona? What if he'd gone to Juventus? Do we have a Spanish football podcast? Probably not, Sydney. I mean, you know, we're, 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 we're barely hanging on to it now as it is. So, you know, it sort of <laughs> doesn't, doesn't bear thinking about, does it? But, um, yeah, very interesting, guys. Very interesting. Shall we, shall we throw in the political element? Just, just briefly, just as a kind because of, we've still got other yeah, stuff to talk about. And yeah, just, just as a kind of a historical counterfactual, because I think it's, I think it's very, very difficult to judge this. And who yes. knows? But within four days, Spain signs the Concord that with Rome. Signs a basis agreement with the US, which is effectively the beginning of them coming out of international isolation and ostracism. Autarchy. Yeah, breaks the autarchic system. And Di Stefano turns up. Now, that might look very flippant, and it is on one level very flippant, but given the cultural and even political significance of Real Madrid's European successes and the way in which that played a part, whether willingly or not, is, is, a, is a whole other question. For that reason, I say we could be here all day talking about this. The way that plays a part in the, if you like, the progress of Spanish history, of the regime itself, of um, an understanding of, of basically of everything within Spanish history and culture. I, I think Di Stefano's transfer is the ultimate of what ifs. 